Hello there, this is Evie and you're listening to the podcast Your Virtual Coaching. In this episode, we're going to focus on how you could prepare for your first coaching session as a coachee, meaning as the one who is receiving the coaching. This is important because whenever you sign up for coaching, no matter what your specific topic is, a good amount of the success of this experience depends on you. And coaching is just a teamwork between a person who has knowledge and skills and a person who is willing to learn and try different things in order to better their life. And for that reason, it is also very important to have a good match between a coach and a coachee. But in this episode, we'll focus on your expectations, your mindset, and the role you have as a coachee in the process of coaching so that you can get the best out of this experience. Before you go to your first coaching session, there are a few questions that you need to ask yourself. The first one is, how action-orientated do I want this process to be? If you don't want much action and you prefer to have somebody to talk to, then you would benefit more from therapy. The second question is, how much time do I want to spend processing what is happening or what happened? Coaching is meant to be efficient, meaning it shouldn't last forever. And there is not always a lot of time between sessions for you to process the experience. It is more about doing first and reflecting later. In practice, this means that you change your behavior first and how you feel will change later as a consequence of your new habits. The next question will be, am I in the process of or still struggling with some kind of traumatic experience. If this response is yes, coaching might not be the right thing for you as it could be too aggressive and proactive for you at the moment. And you might think, well, having a traumatic experience from my divorce shouldn't be a problem for going to coaching to learn new habits, how to be more productive with my time. Well, a coach will focus on giving you tools and ideas about changing your habits, but if the underlying reasons for your procrastination, let's say, is depression, for example, then you might need to talk with a therapist first. Depression is not something you can snap out of it with just following a good morning routine, for example. It will surely help, but if you're not in the right place for that, coaching might be too pushy for you as it doesn't delve into the past and understanding the deeper issue behind your procrastination. Coaching sees the problem and almost immediately starts looking for a solution. It is future-oriented, so if you are going through a traumatic experience, and especially if it is still deeply affecting you, it is important to understand this on time so that you can get the right support for yourself at the moment. And finally, another good question to ask yourself before you go to your very first coaching session is, do I want to gain insights into this issue or am I just interested in changing circumstances? If you want to change your circumstances, then coaching is your way to go. All those questions are important not only to determine whether you're going for the right support, but also to build the right expectations. Because coaching will make you part of the process as you are the doer in this. You are the main character in the story, but it's rather an action story than a thriller. 
there is no deep dive into your family history, for example. There is no, there are no skeletons that need to be taken out of the closet. But there is definitely more effort and energy required because the main goal of your coaching is to make you better at being your own hero. That's what it is about. So coaching always focuses on your skills, on your strengths, on your habits. So if you would like to gain insights on an issue and understand yourself better, where all of this is coming from, then again, therapy is better for you. All right. So let's say you determine coaching is for you. You're going there. And now we're going to talk about the five ways that you can get more out of your coaching experience. First, mindset. This is everything. So look at your coaching as an opportunity, not as a chore. No matter what your coach makes you do, try a new morning routine, for example, or keeping a journal for a month, or meditating for 10 minutes every morning, regardless of the experience, regardless of the exercise, this is an opportunity for you to try a new thing, to learn something about yourself as you're trying, and eventually to become a version of yourself that is more fulfilled and more successful in whatever sense you understand success. Second, Think about your issue. What is it that you want to solve? Your coach is not a mind reader. Their job is to provide solutions to problems. Now, of course, you don't need to know it all. You might not have your specific goal right away. And you could work with your coach to determine the sub-goals that will eventually lead to the bigger goal. But you should have a clear reason why are you going to this coaching session in the first place. To some of you, this might sound intuitive, but there are so many people who go to coaching because, let's say, their neighbor or sister went and now this sounds interesting and they want to try it or because their parents or partner told them it is a good idea. Well, unless you have a goal, you cannot achieve a goal, right? So think about that before you step into your first session. Why are you there? Third, ask questions. Ask for help or more time if needed. Be engaged in this process. It is your story to write, so don't expect to just sit down there and absorb ideas without active engagement. Yes, for some activities, it might help to just get up and try it out, but it will help you to stay consistent with your new habits when you understand why you're doing them. Or when you want to change something, like, for example, to fit your personality a bit better, it will help to communicate this with your coach. If an activity doesn't suit you, it might not be the activity itself that is the problem. It might be, let's say, the timing of it or the length. Communicate with your coach. Again, it is a team work. Four, be mindful. And you probably saw this one coming. But yes, be mindful during this process, but don't get lost into your thoughts either. Coaching relies on action over thoughts. A lot of literature has been written on the relationship between behavior, cognition, and feelings. Truth is, they're all connected and influence each other. There is no such thing as one should always come first. What does this mean? Well, You cannot always wait for the right feeling in order to start doing. But also, you cannot always be doing and then later be thinking. Some areas of your life will benefit from being more proactive and others will benefit from being more mindful, 
When you go to coaching, you can expect to be asked to start doing new things and then reflect on what seems to help you more after that. And the help here is measured in terms of whether this behavior gets you closer to your goal or not. And the final fifth way to get more out of your coaching is to remind yourself the very basic of any new activity. Change is always uncomfortable. Your brain prefers to do what it is used to do and to think what it is used to think. Coaching means you're about to change things. You might understand this at first, but be prepared to remind yourself frequently. It is supernatural that you will not feel like doing something new. It is also normal that your brain will provide you with excuses why not to do it. For example, there will be very nice convincing thoughts in your brain that will make a lot of sense for why you should not be doing this new thing. Let's say, oh wow, this actually is going to take too much time, I cannot keep it up, it's complicated, it's annoying, it's not going to show any results, why am I even doing this? Well, this actually right now sounds more like ruminating of bad thoughts, but if your brain is more creative, the excuses will sound super good. But keep in mind, it is just your brain trying to protect itself from a change. So don't listen. When you make a decision for an activity, stick with it as long as you have agreed with your coach to stick with it. And after that, if you see it doesn't work, you can change it. Absolutely. But you cannot be sure it doesn't work until you go through it. As simple as that. Also, you might feel too tired sometimes to do the activity you're supposed to. Well, this is also normal. Be prepared for it. Acknowledge it when it happens. And again, go do what you agreed with your coach to do. And the reason for that is not only to test whether the activity is working or not, but it is for the sake of the opportunity. There is a good chance that 10 minutes into your activity, you already feel better about it anyway. So give it a try. All right. Well, I hope this was interesting and insightful. If you want to hear more, hit the follow up button or leave me a comment. I would love to hear your feedback or thoughts. Next episode will be about types of procrastination. Yes, not every procrastination is the same because it does not always have the same source and motivation behind. But more about this next Monday. Bye-bye for now.